Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast in what is your penultimate episode before Christmas. We are aiming to bring you a bit of a Christmas quiz special later in the week, um, which might tie into a preview pod of uh, the Doncaster match, or might just be a standalone pod. We're not exactly sure, but we're going to talk about the Ipswich game now. Uh, look quickly ahead to the Arsenal game as well. Um, so joining myself, Stephen Goldsmith, for that is Gareth Barger. Hi. Hi. And um, James Hunter from the Chronicle joins us as well. Good evening. Good evening. So, uh, yeah, you haven't done anything with us for the ages, James, and now you're on every other week. So there Can't is keep me away, lads. We've got ourselves sorted out, that's why. <laughs> Even though we only did sort it out a day, but we have got a plan now. So we know yeah. what well, we sort of half know what we're doing. It's only yeah. taken eight years. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Um, right. So, yeah, uh, we will um, bring you that quiz later in the week. Um, is that happening? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. I'm not even sure if I've uh, let, you, let you know about it. But we've, 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 no, we haven't. We've, we've got a special horse and we're going to aim for Wednesday night. So um, we'll have a go. We'll have a go and we'll see what that looks are like. We're on that, are we? Well, uh, yeah, as many of us as possible, I guess. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk Great, about that later. Yeah, we'll this is just, right, just okay. a window into the way we do things and work. Yeah. Um, but it, it is you're basically the, the Chris Silverwood of um, the um, Wise Men Say <laughs> podcast, just like kinda, just informing people on the morning what's happening. Uh, well, it's kind of it's only just been confirmed, really. Um, you know, yeah. discussions have been going on in the background, and we've managed to get it over the line. So uh, we will bring you more on that um, when it comes, and hopefully we. Uh, you know, if we get if we get thumped off Arsenal like ten 0 then we probably won't talk about it much. We'll probably just brush over that. Uh, Ipswich, though, um, we make it now. Was it seven games of beaten? Is that right? So a bit of a turnaround in form. Seven or eight, isn't it? I think. Um, Maybe eight. Proper seven, cliche. Seven games, isn't it? No. Is it? Mm, proper cliche in terms of like a game of two halves. This one wasn't it? Um, I think you know, big crowd there, twenty nine thousand. Is that right, James? Yeah, that's right. Twitch had quite a, you know, an occasion planned because uh, they'd had some sort of ticket promotion uh, in the run up to the game. They had the, a couple of their new. They're supposed to have the whole lot of their new American ownership there, but in the end, there were only some of them there. Uh, obviously, there's the new manager Kieran McKenna in in the stands, and uh, they were unveiling a, a statue to um, Kevin Beatty outside before the game. So there was quite a few things going on. So. I think, I think uh, one of the lads down there told me it was the biggest crowd they'd had since the playoff semi-final against uh, Norwich, Norwich about right. what was that big six years ago something like that. Yeah. Didn't they have? Didn't they do the tickets for like a tenner or something like that? Or I'm sure they I can't remember what the tickets. price was, but I know it was some sort of yeah. ticket promotion. Yeah, yeah. some sort of deal where you brought a mate or something, mm. wasn't there? I think. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's good. It's good. The clubs do that. To be fair, um, That's great. and it all added to the to the first half though, as well. And I, I, I know that um, you, you had said like midway through the first half, Graf, that you thought Ipswich were really good. I disagree. I didn't think they were really... I just thought they grafted harder and they huffed and they puffed and eventually something did fall for them. Uh, I wasn't particularly impressed with them, but we just weren't at the races well, at all. And they, we, were, they, we, were look, we were lucky just to be one at half-time, I think. They, they had they had, uh, lots of, they had a few chances that they missed, that they should have taken. So, and and, you know, I thought they were good... I, know, I mean, it wasn't like scintillating stuff from a football perspective, but in terms of com- competing in the game yeah. and doing what you need to do to get on the ball, yeah, 
won the won the personal battle. Oh, like won all the one on one battles. Yeah, won the I second mean, the, balls, the pressing know, with the, the tempo. The pressing was ex- their pressing was excellent. They closed a lot of spaces down, a lot of passing avenues down. So that it wasn't a kit. You know, when we got the ball, we couldn't really use it because it was a case of someone was on top of them straight away, and then they when they were trying to get rid of the ball, all the options were closed. So, but it was the pitch was terrible, really heavy, especially on that. Um, our left hand side, as it was in the first half, um, and I thought there's no way that these are going to be able to keep this up for for the entirety of the game, as good as they were in the first half, because they gave absolutely everything. It kind of felt as though with, with them, if we'd got say at the half time nil nil, I would have fancied us to win the game, um, because to do that again would have been tough, I think. Um, so it was good for them that they managed to get that that goal just before half time, even though it was a little bit, little bit of luck on the deflection. Um, but they'd got in a new few times down that 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 side. Thought Burns was very good for them. He's been decent for he was decent for Fleetwood actually when he played. I think he scored against us, didn't he? Um, might have been the last home game before the, or one of the last home games before the the pandemic really kicked in. And that one-one, I'm sure he scored in that game, um, but he was really impressive. I thought in the generally in that first half, tired a bit. Yeah, he was, was their a, best player. He was yeah. their best player in the first half. Gareth, he was a, a real threat down that side where um, Lyndon Gooch was filling in at, at left back, um, and you could tell as the game went on. Obviously, Sunderland changed shape because, and also obviously once Jaku uh, went off and Gooch. Uh, uh, moved over to the right and they brought Denver Hume on. He got a better handle on, on Burns then. Um, and also he tired as the game, as the game progressed. But yeah, in the first half hour or so, he was absolutely brilliant and he caused no end of trouble. And you thought, like you've just said there, you, you thought something had weathered the storm, didn't you? <laughs> and then, and then go concede and when they did, uh, which is also always disappointing, but good reaction second half. I thought, you know, really nice. He worked goal, wasn't it? And we've, we've seen Broadhead again, we've seen the best of him, we've seen Dan Nail in action again. Everything has been good about Sunderland this season in that little in that little snapshot for the goal. Yeah, it was lovely. Another nice goal. Scored a lot, said the other week, we scored a lot of good goals this season. Um, and that was just another example, more an individual goal than a team goal um, from the two players. Um, well, it was a great finish. Really arrowed it in the corner. Like really clean. Like that's someone who's full of confidence, isn't it? Who take he took the strike on like that. Um and then really after that we were dominant. I mean, yeah. from an attacking perspective, I think. They had run out of ideas, didn't yeah. they? They'd run out of steam and they ran out of ideas. They had a little bit of a a little bit of a go sort of towards the end. Um but I think by then it was really one-way traffic for that second half. Um, we just couldn't get couldn't get that second. Um, didn't we? Really, can't really recall us creating anything. Clear. I know Stewart got it in on that run with the defender and he stood on the ball. Um, there was the one where Gooch put him through as well. <clears throat> and he, oh he yeah, and he tried and, to clip it. Yeah, um, the keeper just stood up, didn't he, and yeah. uh, got a block on it. But that was about the best of it, really. It wasn't. I didn't think it was his his day on on Saturday, Stuart. I thought that was probably his poorest performance of the season. Not that he didn't 
try. He, you yeah. know, he never gave up, kept working hard, but nothing seemed to, nothing yeah, seemed to come up for him. Um, just one of those days for him. Um, but he's been excellent most games this season, so he can't really level too much criticism at me. Going to have the odd off day. Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, so I think in the grand scheme of things, a decent point. Like it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think if we were playing, you know, some random team who didn't have a, you know, who weren't clusters sort of. Uh, Biggish club like Ipswich are, you know, 29,000 there. You know, we pat ourselves a lot on the back when we get those kind of crowds. So it's respectable, regardless of whether they were um, uh, putting us some sort of offer to, to get the fans in there. You know, we all know that Ipswich is probably too big for that division as well. So it's interesting that now it suddenly looks like a good point, doesn't it? Where if that was, you know, if that was, um, you know, Fleetwood, who were ninth, we would be saying, oh, we're disappointed we didn't win the game. Do you think that's an element of that? Because people seem generally happy with the point. And I think before the game as well, I said, I, you know, realistically, a, a, a point wouldn't be the worst result in the world. Although they are outside the playoffs at the moment, Ipswich. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they've been having a bit of a rough time of it recently, haven't they? You know, particularly losing the manager. You know, you, more often than not, when you're playing it against a team that's just parted with the manager, then it's because they're having a bad time of it. And then, of course, they got done by uh, Barrow in the FA Cup. Uh, in midweek before Sunderland went there so I think people looked at it and thought this is a good opportunity but I think when you think back to even the game at, at the Stadium of Light when Ipswich came up here Ipswich were probably the, the better team in that game and Sunderland pinched it with two late goals um, and so they had a good case Ipswich did for feeling hard done by that day so I don't think Sunderland uh, should feel too down with the point at their place they played them twice you know Ipswich have been the better team probably for, I don't know, probably for uh, three of the four halves. Um, and uh, and yet Sunderland have got four points out of six. Yeah, I think when you, when you if you take it on on that, James, the, f- the four points out, you know, you're looking to go two points a game. You look at the two fixtures, we've taken the four points and you would look at that as a tougher, one of the tougher fixtures on paper at the start of the season. Yeah. And yeah, yeah they are out of form. And what I think they've only won two, you know, two of the last 12, 13 games. <clears throat> I think the point in the context of the run we're on at the moment is a decent point because we've yeah. been winning games. If it was in the bad run, like I, th- I think it would, I think it wouldn't be as celebrated. So yeah, it just keeps that unbeaten streak going. Yeah. Um, and I think on I think two wins and then you get a point. You don't feel too yeah. badly about that, do you? You know, and it's away from all our way record. It hasn't been great yeah. this season either. So I think if you can draw your away games, <clears throat> win your home games, by and large, that'll get you promoted. And there's a game you're losing as well. You know, you know, you're not you're not winning one nil, and then the opposition goes down yeah. with ten men. So that's a yeah. you know entirely well, different thing, isn't it? I mean. Yeah. Yeah, the opposition, by the way, probably should have gone down to 10 men for that Jiangu challenge. I mean, it was really poor, that one, right over over the top of the ball. Did he even get a yellow card for it? No, he got nothing. No, no, nothing. Um, I think as as well, you know, you have to look at Sunderland's run, this, this, um, this run of results in the context of the injury problems that Sunderland have got too. You know, there's very little room for manoeuvre um, for Lee Johnson to change things around and freshen things up. He, the team's virtually picking itself. He's picked the same 
starting lineup for the last five games. Um, you know, partly because they've done done well, but also partly because he hasn't had had many options. Um, so these players have played a lot of football in that time. They haven't there hasn't been the chance to take people out and give them a breather. So I think when you take that into account, this run is is you know very very good run. You know, better than the four draws and sorry, four wins and three draws uh, might even suggest. Mm, I just think it was a difficult time to play them, but you know, with the whole crowd thing, as we mentioned, they've got the new manager in the stands. They'll have been trying to impress him. Um, yeah, I just think you know there, there was a lot of things pointing to this being a difficult. Mm. A they difficult got a point. Game. They got a point at Wigan, you know, the, the other week as well. Um, went away from home. It's got, got a good team on paper, haven't they? As well, like so, yeah. outside the playoffs, a minute, but yeah, player for player. Definitely. I mean, if there's a few teams like that in the league, you know, in that, that sort of top ten where they've got they may be out of form, but they've got individuals, and you know, the the you might not be coherent, but in if like player for player in this league, you know, a matchup in terms of individual moments of quality. Even a team who aren't playing well can produce could produce that moment if you're not at it. And I think that's probably what happened. Yeah. yeah, it was a scruffy goal, but the the pressure that they'd created through you know Burns, for example, as an individual, yeah. um, you know, I thought Lugo did well in the middle, retaining the ball, moving away from people, a bit like Dan Neil. Um, I know they're playing slightly different positions, but. Lugo seemed to find himself coming inside quite often in that first half and kind of spinning spinning away from our midfielders and breaking the lines and you know I think that that was what was hurting us yeah they didn't finish it off but we you know even if you're not at it they can still you know individuals can still hurt you and they would probably argue in that first 55 minutes that's what we did to them you know we weren't at it and a moment of quality from Neil and then the finish from Broadhead and that's it the game changes completely so you know that could happen to us in any game as well um, but when you're in the middle I think when you're in the middle of the good run that point's a better point um, if you're in a bad run you're like well why can't we beat a team who hasn't won yeah. in weeks so <clears throat> yeah and it's um you know, we're just a point off being two points per game now. And we, yeah. We've spoken about how important it is there. So winning the next game will put us back yeah. over over that mark. I guess it's just Wait, frustrating we, when you see... We've got the bottom you... team to play twice as well, I guess, if you look at it, like, you know, in the remaining mm. fixtures, you've got, what, 24 games left, is it? 24, 25 games left? 24 games left, yeah. 24, 24. left. So we've got to play the bottom team twice because I haven't played them yet. Obviously, we play them next. So, yeah, I mean... We're still in there, aren't we? It's just a hope when, that, you know, it's it's just typical because I, I just think, you know, when we've been looking at the comparisons and there's only really, you know, Jack Ross's first season that, 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 that's comparable to how well we're doing in terms of points. You know, we're way ahead of the last um, three seasons and I guess it's just frustrating that rather, in Rotherham and Wigan, you probably have the two best teams we've went up yeah. against since arguably... Luton and Barnsley were down here in that first season. And, and even then, I didn't think Barnsley were great. You know, we threw that away at the end of the season. Um, you know, we, we we took four points off Barnsley, didn't we? And I, um, certainly since Luton, you, you did look at Rotherham and Wigan and you just think it's kind of typical now that 
yeah, I, I feel like if this if this side was performing like they are now with this group of players last in the last two seasons, then there, there would be it would be clear. I feel. Remember but, though, yeah. we yeah. are ahead. We are ahead of where we were in those previous seasons now, but it's certainly the last two we didn't we we got going on Boxing Day, didn't we? Under Parkinson, and we yeah. went on a great run up to the start of March. Yeah, when we got beaten well, by Coventry was, was Boxing Day. The, yeah, the Doncaster. Doncaster. Yeah. yeah, we played Doncaster and we got on a the run then. Because um, we had the oh no, it wasn't. It was we played Bolton. Had that I was going to say we, we had a terrible yeah, draw, a terrible draw, and then yeah. and then in the and then in the yeah. next game we played Doncaster. Yeah. Got on a run, and from there we we went flying up the league yeah. and looked like we could go up. And then similarly yeah. last year, uh, it was about end sort of February time we we really got going yeah. and went on the run under Johnson. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that how it tracks comparably when. If those seasons, you know, when we did the catching up, if we can keep that consistency, I just, but I just don't think there were there were, you know, any teams as good as the top two now in those seasons. We yeah, could have been, we could have been well, pretty, yeah. Coventry were pretty good that that year mm. when they went up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just I, think rather than just even win every week and Wigan as well, just every time you look, yeah. like you just I mean, keep a look on the. I think Wigan have scored winning. in the last ten minutes in about eight of the last ten games or something. I mean. I mean, fair play to them, right? Keep going at the end. Yeah. Take the chances when it comes. I mean, you still got obviously um, in in the second half of the season. You would hope you still got some players to come back. I think Dennis Serkin is not a million miles away now, and you know Aidan McGeady's out at the moment, isn't he? So you know Luke O'Neill, we know is yeah. out for a while. So you know, okay, maybe he's not going to have too much of an impact because he's going to come back quite late, but. There are some some big players that are out of the picture at, at the moment, so you would you would expect if Sunderland can reach, well, even where they are now, so that, so they're a game short of the midway point, they're a point short of two points per game average to have to have got that far with a squad that's been um, you know depleted so badly by these injuries, you know, is, is a big achievement, and you'd hope that if they can do that with all those injuries, hopefully they can do better than that in the second half. And you, well, you've got January as well, and I, I guess it's know, January too. Of course, it's, yeah. you know, it's good business, don't you? Since the first season <clears throat> under Jack Ross, you look at it, and this is the first time we've been in that position where we're we're in a position of strength in the league, and we've got an opportunity to add quality to the team that's up to now yeah. been good enough to be third or fourth in the league. So, yeah. Uh, you know, the, if you look at it that way, and that you know that's going to be the pressure to add to add the quality to to just get us give us that edge. I suppose the one thing that you have to look at this time as well, compared to that um, Jack Ross January transfer window, is Sunderland lost the top scorer yeah. that window. Um, you just don't want to lose a key player no. in in this in this current window. Um, no. Probably wouldn't be probably wouldn't be the top scorer or Stuart, but. You don't want somebody coming in and, you know, saying, oh, well, I'll take Dan Neal or, or somebody like that. You know, you want to keep the players that you've got and add to them, not find yourself having to plug a gap. Like someone's picked off one of your, yeah. one of your crown jewels, do you? Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely, yeah. Right. Well, um, we'll have a little break and then we'll come back and look at the Arsenal game and I'm just going to uh, test you on your knowledge for a team who... A team who've played um, games around this time of year, so a feature that we used to do 
um, just in case anybody listens to quickly, Kevin, and thinks we've pinched it. I think we used to we used to do this feature before that that podcast even existed. So there you go. I don't know what this feature is again. I'm so just going to ask you if you know a team, on it. a team from a certain game. Just oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, we used yeah. to do the light. Yeah, so yeah, yeah they did steal it from us. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> without a doubt. Right. Okay, we'll be back in a bit. Only four percent of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit I'm Kevin Kyle, and you're listening to the Wise Men Say podcast. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. So, quick um, look ahead to the Arsenal game um, in just a tick, but I'm going to just try and uh, test you on your. Um, I'm not going to say knowledge because you're kind of just trying to, you know, think back to see which players you're going to remember. I guess test on our, on our remembering. Uh, this this well, is memory. this is horrendous. You know, I feel like memory I feel like game. when. I feel like when you've got one of the politicians on and they said, how much is a pint of milk or a loaf of bread? You know, <laughs> like, I'm going to be badly embarrassed here. It looks so like you've on. got, you've got, you've probably, I mean, you've got that complete history of Sunderland behind you, James. I can see that over your right shoulder. So, you know, yes, no, I, cheating. I have. <laughs> no cheating. <laughs> no cheating. No conferring. <laughs> well, um, just, just to keep it Christmassy, um, a couple of Christmas songs that were like out at the time. Yeah. I want for Christmas is you, which is December 1994. So a couple of things that were happening around that time. National Lottery was only a couple of weeks old, end of November. And uh, how is this? Because I thought I think this is early. This seems really early. So the Telegraph had recently become the first paper in the UK to launch an online edition. Would that have been earlier than people would have thought? 94? 94. You're going to ask us about a team from 1994? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blackburn atop of the Premier this. League. And Sunderland Sunderland are 16th in Tier 2. They played Bolton on Boxing Day at home, Rock Park, 19,758. It was 1-1. So let me, tell me how many, come on, talk me through that Sunderland team. You should, this is around the time, that was your round, the time you start going, wasn't it? Before your time, James, so it is a bit harsh. Uh, Alec Chamberlain in goal? Yes, he was. See? After a flyer. Should have backed um, his start. Yeah. Richard Ord. Richard Ord. Uh, Richard Ord wasn't playing, though. No. Andy Melville? Yes, Andy Melville played centre-half. Um, Come on, hey, James, you, you think of a centre-half, James. Come on, think close to home. Martin Scott, left-back. Martin Scott was left-back, yeah. Bawley, Bawley's got to be in there. Bawley was in midfield, yeah. Um, Gary Allers? Um, he gone by then? Yeah, I'm not sure. Brian Atkinson? Brian Atkinson wasn't in playing, no. Gordon ben Armstrong or. must have been in. Ben Orr was playing, yes, he was the other centre-half. Um, Gordon Armstrong <laughs> was on the bench. So you got Greg Martin Russell. Scott, one of your fullbacks. Craig Russell did play up front, yeah. Three centre, three 
set of forwards playing this this game actually. So there's a clue for you. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to work out what formation this was with the team. To be honest, because Kevin Ball was a, a sort of centre half mainly at that point, but he's Phil playing. Um, Phil Gray's playing. Yeah. Another friend of the short front, the third forward. Lee Howie. Lee Howie, yes. Um, which means um, Martin Scott was one of the fullbacks. Gary Bennett and Andy right. Melville. Right half. You, need, you need your right back. Um, and you need two more midfielders. One of them was, was very much a winger, which is why I'm Mickey trying to Gray. figure out. Mickey no. no. Early for me. Martin Smith, probably. Martin Smith, yeah. And he scored the goal for Sunderland. Uh, I'd be surprised if you got the other set of midfielder to be fair so I'm going to have to help you out now but you should Williams. get a right back you should get a right back come on <laughs> trying to think of players you had on loan at that time no don't think of a loan player for your right back I think if you no I was thinking about the set of midfielder no he's oh. not a loan player either but he wasn't here that long I think your right backs come on I can't yeah established right backs in the mid 90s Darius Darius Kibiski yes uh, uh... you're not going to get the you're not, you're not going to get the midfielder <clears> I don't think Scottish there's a clue. Derek Ferguson. Derek Ferguson. There you go. There's your team. Oh, I didn't know more. I didn't know more. I really had to <laughs> rock the brain for that one. Some some interesting players in the Portland team. Jason McAteer, Alan Stubbs, Mixu Patalainen, Alan Thompson, Owen Coyle. Um, so some interesting players there. Martin uh, scored after 49 minutes and then Mixu Patalainen equalised two minutes later. John McGinley. John McGinley's on the bench for Bolton, yeah. Outcast now, isn't he, John McGinley? But Bolton wasn't, or the old, the old owners got like banned him, didn't they? Yeah. Just speaking out against him. He was great for them in, at that time, though, in the mid 90s. Yeah, wasn't he was. One more sleep, 2013. So we're bringing it. We're doing another one. Yeah, we're doing another one. A little bit closer to. Um, Liverpool and Arsenal were joint Premier League leaders I can't remember Liverpool being that good at that time so I find that interesting but Liverpool and Arsenal were joint Premier League leaders Man City were third they went on to win the league of course so this is when uh, Gus Poyet took over from from Paolo De Canio um, right. and Boxing Day Sunderland were bottom but they All went right. to Everton, Everton. won 1-0 yes so, ah, right, come on, okay, the two okay. of you, James. I'm expecting more of an input on you uh, from you on this one. Right. Well, I remember this because Tim Howard got sent off. He yes, did. he did. Yes, he did. After 23 yeah. minutes, and so we converted the penalty. Noni. Yep. And the, so look, and the so penalty. Go on. Sorry, I was going to say the penalty taker would have been key, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. So, I mean, Manoni's correct. Yes. Who did you say that? Salutska. So look, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 su- yeah. I'm surprised you remember yeah. Saluska playing because he was Saluska sort of there played yes, Reberge Reberge did play yes Bardsley Bardsley was left back yeah um, your stalwarts in the centre of, centre of the yeah. park Larson yeah Catamol and Catamol's mate with yeah. Key and Key yeah Barini Barini out the door nope so you are a midfielder. You need a midfielder yeah, and a midfielder centre forward. And a centre forward. Mm-hmm. Jack Colback. Jack Colback did play, yes. Stephen Fletcher. And Stephen Fletcher, yes. Fletcher. Well done. So Jordan Pickford on the bench for Sunderland that game. It's interesting because it seems early, doesn't it? But uh, how is this for a bench? Jordan Pickford, Dosena, Cabral, El Hajibar. El Hajibar. 
and then some other guy who did something he shouldn't have got sent to jail on the bench as well. Right, Jackarini, Jackarini as well. No, oh yes, Jackarini was on the bench as well. Didn't say that one. Yeah. And and Alador, who you'd mentioned. So yeah. there you go. Bit of a pointless feature, but why not? Because it's Christmas and just a little bit of a, a taste. I don't know, have any idea what the questions are going to be like anywhere, but I think we're just acknowledging Christmas, aren't we? We normally make more of an effort than this, I think. So there you go. Uh, right. Sunderland are in the League Cup quarterfinal uh, for the first time since they've reached the final in that same season, actually, that we've just, we've just spoken about there. Um what kind of teams are you going to put out, James? Well, I think he's going to put out a strong team. Uh, probably not too sim- not too uh, different to the one that you saw at Ipswich. One, because he hasn't got many options, as we've discussed, in terms of um, you know senior players to mix things up. Uh, two, because you're in the quarterfinal of a competition. You know, you, you're not going to chuck it in and... and pad your team out with under, under 23s are you um, so I think there'll, you know, there'll, there'll be two or three changes I think there's, there's certainly one player that's out we know now with, with COVID um, there's a big question mark over Dayaku after the injury he got on at um, Ipswich um, and he might change keeper he might change um, you know he might play Lee Burge he's played in most of the other cup games Uh Hoffman got a bit of a knock, didn't he? Ipswich, he carried on playing, but might be an opportunity to to play play Burge um, or even Patterson. But my guess would be Burge of the two of them. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe even Denver Hume. Um, give Denver Hume a, a full 90 minutes. Um, he said after the weekend that Denver came on, looked very good and looked like he could play 90 minutes. So possibly an opportunity to to do that. So I don't think you'll see many changes. There could be two or three. Um, but, the, you know, um, at this stage of the competition, you're not going to, to make wholesale changes, are you? And you don't want to go to, and of course, you, know, you don't want to go to Arsenal and make lots of changes and be badly embarrassed. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? And it's, it's, you know, and you would have seen this. So I've just mentioned getting to the final in 2014 there, and you would see weakened team really in that year until pretty much until you got the semi final. Yeah. But such is the gap now in in ability of the you know, of the teams in this fixture. Yeah. He's not in a position to just ring the changes, is he? Because the, you know, live on Sky as well, is it? Yeah, live on um, So the last thing you want is the world to watch Arsenal beat Sunderland like 9-0 or something. Yeah, yeah. Because Arsenal have picked <laughs> and, uh, a fairly strong yeah. team. There's, there's, a, the there's a danger this could be really damaging for the city. Yeah, and it could, and it could be. Well, I'm looking at Arsenal's last team. It's sort of mixed, but I'm hoping some of these players don't play <laughs> in this yeah. game. Um, you know, you Smith know, Rowe played. Smith Rowe, Saka, did they have played? Saka didn't play, but Smith Rowe played and Martinelli right. played, who is... On fire at the moment, in you know he's because yeah. Martinelli's one of those players who always played in this cup, didn't he? And, and did well. Yeah. And he's he's doing it in the Premier League now. And, and there's always the chance. There's always there's always a chance that he might chuck Aubameyang in or somebody like that. I mean, he's well, out of favour. Yeah. But, I mean, he's got he's got a hat trick against West Brom earlier in the competition, didn't he? And Nikita played up front in the last game. Pepe played as well. Maitland Niles. So um, they've played some strong players. Well, they're going to be good because they beat Leeds with that team. team. They beat Leeds with that team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, let's be honest. 
If we get out losing three 0 I don't think it'll be like. A well, I was going to say that. What? Like, so what? What constitutes success? Like in this game, are we, are we really in a place where we're? Well, are we really in a place where we're saying, "Oh, look, if we get B three 0 I'm happy with that." I'm not saying like, I'm happy with it. I'm just saying that, like, it's not a complete embarrassment, is it? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the that's the da- it's the danger, isn't it? I mean, everybody is dreading Arsenal scoring from the first attack of the game after about two minutes. That's like. What we're all yeah. kind. Of, I'll be honest. If you're here and advertise on the radio, I kind of laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I like laugh about it. It's, it's just because yeah. it just seems, you know, we we can't even get out of this division, and yeah. um, we are just light well, Arsenal, years away from the Premier League. Arsenal haven't conceded a goal yet in this competition, um, but I think you know Lee Johnson's furthest expedition in in this competition was uh, to the semi-finals with Bristol City. Um, and they got beaten uh, over two legs by Man City 5-3. Yeah. They gave them um, a good game, didn't they? Gave them a decent it. game. I don't think there's any point in going there. Well, there's no point in going there, shutting up shop and and trying you know damage yeah. limitation. You may as well go there, you know, go toe to toe. Obviously, with the proviso yeah. that you're not getting humiliated. But I mean, um, yeah, you, you need you to try what? and score, don't you? Or else there's no point. <laughs> the interesting thing is. Obviously, the quality differential is huge. I mean, it's a different sport when you watch a Premier League compared to League One. But at the same time, the things we struggle against in League One, we're probably not going to... It's going to be a different challenge. It's not going to yeah. be the, phys- the, the physical... The yeah, forward, we're not going to... The way we come often get struggle is when teams f- try and dominate us physically. Arsenal aren't going to do that. They're going to they're going to try and cut us in half. So um, that is going to be a different challenge probably to what we're used to. And one, you'd expect the amount of ball Arsenal are probably going to have. Um, you'd expect them to open us up a few times. So it's going yeah. to be, you know, it's going to be one of them. If you got to hope that they have a bad night in front of goal and we get a couple of chances and take one or we get, a penalty or a decision goes in our favour and that change like it did a QBR where they, they had that disallowed goal. Yeah. Um but Arsenal are gonna try and play through you, aren't yeah. they? That's what they're gonna do. So Absolutely. you have to so you need to, to stand close to them, you yeah. need to be right on their toes and give them no time to settle yeah. on the ball. That's the only thing you can do is yeah. try and hassle and hurry them and I mean this Arsenal is an improvement. It's a it's a it's an improved version of what the Arsenal will say two years ago. Uh you'd think playing against a League One side like Sunderland, you know, that could really rattle them. I don't really mm. know how this this Arsenal will go on, but, uh, you know, that's at least what you've got to try and do, isn't it? Yeah. Well, typically they're in form when they're in the Champions League places after having another poor start of the season. So that's worked in our favour, hasn't it? It'd be, interesting <laughs> to save the game. It'd be interesting to save the game plan, though. Like I say, you're saying there, Jim, you can't, like, just go and sh- shut up shop and stuff like that. It'd be... I'm fascinated now. He's going to go think... for it. Like, is he going to? You can't go tour to tour. There needs to be an element of no. I don't. Of I don't think it'll go counter attacking, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it'll go tour to tour. Though I don't think it'll be the Alamo. Like, I just, we're not capable of defending in that way. Like, we're no. just not. Like, no. defensively, this we we are the weakest we've been defensively since we've been in League One. If you look at the stats. But if we set up in that way, like, like that's been our downfall. Like you've just touched on there, Gav. So that some of the games, like, um. You know, Rotherham and Portsmouth, for example, just not set up right, and there didn't seem to be any sort of cohesive plan about how to manage the game defensively and, and 
you know, play on the counter. It's all been very, it has been very much like, no, let's just go and do our things, even when things are going wrong, which like is enough to give you nightmares really, because as Rotherham and Portsmouth kept putting the goals in, there was no obvious change or um, idea how to, how to um, limit that damage at the time, which mm. isn't a good, no. isn't I mean, a good place to be at if you can guess... be playing against somebody like Arsenal. Thing is, though, mentality-wise, this is different to a fixture against like Rotherham or Portsmouth. There's diff- there's no pressure on the game, you know. Like in those games in League One, it's like wait, no, it's, they're terrible results because you think, well, if we go and get a draw, you'd be like that's okay, and then you get absolutely battered, and then it looks terrible because you've been beaten by one of the ri- rival sides heavily, and it, it impacts you. You know, it's a six-pointer as the, the cliche goes and it impacts you in the league and in the ultimate goal with this one. You know, you can just... If you get beaten, it doesn't really matter too much. I mean, in the grander scheme of things, we've got miles further than they'd expect to get in the competition with the lowest-ranked team left in it. Um, You know, the, the likelihood is we'll lose the game comfortably. But... They've just got to like, in, like, and it's enjoy it. You know, the lot of, it'll be a massive game for a lot of these players. <clears throat> opportunities, you know, for individuals to, you know, maybe show they've got qualities. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Neil. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing how you know he he does. It would be really interesting. You know, if we can get the ball back from Arsenal at a point when an attack breaks down. It'd be interesting to see what shape we get into when we try and get get out with the ball. And it'd be interesting to see if someone like Neil, if he can get into some space, then, you know, and we, we get players, you know, going running beyond like people like Broadhead, Stuart, it'll be interesting to see what kind of what kind of influence we can have in an attacking sense. Um But I'm sure, you know, they'll have a go, won't they? You know, that that's they'll 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 have a go. I don't think they're gonna Melt. I think they'll enjoy it, and yeah, know, yeah we could get we could, well. No, I don't. I don't mean melt like like under atmosphere or anything like that. I don't think that's going to happen, especially at Arsenal. I think for them, from their perspective, they're going to look at it from a pretty low key affair. They're going to turn up tomorrow yeah, night. Atmosphere is not going to be. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not it'll be, be like bouncing, yeah, they're going to ex- be expecting us to turn up and get battered. Like like when we played Morton the other week and the it was very even one five nil it was very muted because you expect to to batter that team like and it's going to be the same for them but we'll have five thousand of our fans fans there won't we so I mean that that atmosphere in in that end is going to be loud <clears throat> and that will probably give the lads a lift so I think you know to just a reminder of what this club can. Yeah, can be really. Yeah, I mean they'll, they'll have a go, and well, I think we'll lose the game, but I don't think that's negative to say that. Um, but as long as they, you know, do themselves no, proud, I mean, don't don't be... don't get humiliated, don't <laughs> yes. be humiliated, and you'll be all right. This is very much don't come home too soon. <laughs> Scotland World Cup '98, isn't it? <laughs> very similar vibes yeah, going yeah. on here. Was there a manager singing on that one? Ali McCoy's was he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're looking forward to questions, answers like that, make sure you tune in yeah. for the 
the Christmas quiz. We'll have to decide who's playing it first. Like I say, we've uh, the wise men say team's been depleted over recent months. We keep losing people, don't we? We keep losing That's people. Careless of you. Careless of you. Well, yeah. you know, we just keep. You know, we can't compete, James. You know, have you lost? Have you lost the club? Who've well, lost? we've lost Rory and Craig and Frankie right. in recent times. All of the football club. So thanks for that. Um, you know. If they can't beat you, you know, they're joining you. That's (laughs) what it is. You know, they're poaching your star men. It's just a matter of time before Gareth. It's a matter of time before Gareth resigns live on air and says, right, that's it, I'm out of here. Uh, I will uh, do, but not because I'm going anywhere better, uh, just to be tired. They they, they sacked us from their payroll, if you remember. Well, we didn't Uh, didn't get paid, Stephen, to be fair. We kind of did, yeah. Paid in kind. Yeah, but yeah, I think like, you know, yeah, that was a, a thing that happened, didn't it? Don't campaign to get rid of the chairman of the football club if you're doing the fan zone. That's that's the lesson. You want to, if you really love doing the fan zone, which you did enjoy it, but you know, principle was more important. It was good up though. It's not like we you know you know it's not like we were like naive and surprised. When, yeah, uh, you know when the when we got the hook. Yeah, um, we just wait. We were like we, we were like I'm surprised <laughs> it's taken four days. <laughs> <laughs> we got the message. It was a kamikaze approach by us. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah you, know. you know. But but what a way to go. If you're going to get not, the boot, what a way not, to go. Yeah, yeah. It's not the worst thing a club employee's done. <laughs> Some of them have done worse things and been employed for 18 months afterwards. Ooh, steady. <laughs> you know, there's a list. So, you know. Yes, well, like, look, he's hoping we just, as you just said, we just, you know, Give a credible performance against Arsenal, and we'll see you on the other side of that. And uh, we'll try and like lighten the mood. Um, should that be the, <laughs> the necessary um, cause of action to take? Well, let's hope we can. I felt quite, quite, quite optimistic in the. First, I felt quite optimistic under my bit, but since you two have started talking about Arsenal, I now feel, you know, pretty pretty low and down about. It. I might not even go tomorrow. <laughs> it's a fine line, isn't it, between. Pessimism and realism and and all those things, but you know, like it's it's interesting because we we're not used to being in this situation. Aren't we? Like so, you know, yes, we've played Premier League clubs in the cup before when we've been a Championship club, like loads of times. And it's a really, you know, <clears throat> we got the FA Cup final in 1992, beating a lot of good Premier League teams on the way, and we were underdogs in all of those games. And but you always felt like they were within touch. You, yes, they were slightly better than you. We're not used to this where we're like two divisions below below somebody. It's really weird. It's strange because Arsenal Sunderland should be a league fixture, let's be honest. So well, we can't have a giant, giant killing without we can't have a giant killing without a giant to kill. Mm, no, I guess um you know, we have we have had positive results um in this competition under Jack Ross. We beat Burnley, we beat Sheffield United. Who were two divisions below us at the time, so yeah. you know, it's, obviously they were, were a different prospect. I mean, that, actually, to be fair, the Burnley team we played—that was near enough a full-strength Burnley team that we we played against and beat that night. Yeah, um, yeah. That's it. Bring the conversation back around to positive. So you know, positive, even George George Dobson, vibes. George Dobson scored that night. <laughs> Yeah, and the so, Sheffield United is Sheffield. I can't remember yeah. what team they put out, but we beat them as well as his year. Yeah. So <clears throat> anything yes. can happen. That's it. They're anything definitely going to win. 
just don't play Smith Rowe or Martinelli or both plays. Or Saka or, you know, <laughs> um, so the, the, um, the left back, or is it right back? Uh, is it Tom, Tommy Yaku? Tommy Yasu. Tommy Yasu. Yeah, yeah. He looks a really good player. I saw it yeah. like when I've been, I've watched him a few times, been really impressed with him, thought he's excellent. Uh, yeah. So hopefully he doesn't play either. <laughs> He's been playing at the first team, hasn't he? So hopefully. Yeah. But I think, think he needs a rest. Last time I saw him, he looked ever so tired. Yeah, yeah they, all, they all look knackered. <laughs> yeah. When they were walloping leads at the weekend, they all look absolutely yeah. shattered. I think so. James is right. He's going to play a Bamiyang. He's, he's not been playing uh, for discipline, for yeah. um, discipline reasons. Yeah. And, and now punishment. Like, you have to play against yeah, 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 he'll score like five or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. never mind. Well, let's just see what happens. And we'll be back later in the week um, for our, our Christmas our Christmas quiz. So, as always, thanks for listening. 